Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about decision making. And I feel like that should come with one of those introductions of dun 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 decision making. Because so many people struggle with decision-making or when it comes to making a decision, this is something that they want to avoid. And many people identify as indecisive. I was just watching one of those reality shows recently where they have the individuals who go and tour several homes and then they have to make a decision about which one they're going to buy. And during the discernment process, the guy on the show looks at his spouse and says, okay, here's the part you hate doing. You have to make a decision. But why? Why does it seem so hard? For a long time, I described myself as somebody who hated making decisions. I identified as somebody who was indecisive. And I used to describe myself like a spinning top when it came to making decisions. That if there was a fork in the road, if there was a decision to be made, I would sit at that split in the road. And rather than going down the path on the left or the path on the right, I would just sit and spin at the place that the road divided. I dreaded the task of choosing. But why, again, why does this come up? Why does it seem like such a difficult task to make decisions? I know for me, for a long time, I was crippled with indecision because I thought there was a capital O, one right answer. I thought that if I was being presented with options or I was being presented with a choice that had to be made or a decision to make, that there was one best answer. There was one right answer. And if I just thought about it long enough, if I gathered all of the right data points and variables, then I would be well-equipped to make the right answer, the capital R right answer. But is there one right answer? Really? Like who decides that? Like, is there a book somewhere for, I think I, I might've mentioned this on here before, but I used to think there was like this massive rule book for life that existed somewhere. And in that rule book is spelled out for every situation that exists in life. There was one right path. There was one right answer. There was the best answer. And that was the only answer that there could possibly be, which was the best one. The best answer would get us to the best outcomes and then we would be forever happy and in love and in a place of peace. But to get there, we had to make the right answers or we had to make the right decisions to get to the right answers and it was in this rule book. But of course we know that's not true, right? It's, there's, there is not one right answer. That broke my brain. Like that was a concept that really took me a long time to embrace. And I had an experience of this several months back when I was in the process of making a decision about a class that I wanted to take. And the class was really expensive. And so I was looking at alternative classes, something that had similar content, but maybe wasn't as expensive, but would I get the same quality experience? Would I get the same tools and skill set? So I was going back and forth and I was doing a lot of research. I was asking a lot of questions. I had several consults set up to, um, with my notepad, with all of my questions, bullet points, trying to get all of this information so that I can make the one right answer, the best answer that was going to give me this path of bliss that one receives when they choose the capital O, capital R, capital A, one right answer. But I was talking to a friend and she said, wait for this. She said, 
You just decide and then you decide to love it. Just like super matter of fact, you just decide and then you decide to love it. And I was like, hold on. Like that reframes everything. You just make a choice and then you decide to embrace that choice and you decide to be okay with that choice. And it reminds me that it is not circumstances. It is not a situation that dictates my experience of wellness in life, right? Like if I have a choice to make, or if I'm making a decision, if I'm choosing a new career path and I'm choosing between employer A and employer B, we often think, okay, one is going to give us the results that we want in life, right? That might be money. It might be the amount of free time that we get, whatever we think we're going to get a sense of fulfillment, whatever the result is that we're going for, we can put a lot of pressure on the circumstance or situation in our life to get us those results. But what we also know is it is our thoughts about a situation or a circumstance or an event, a person, a job, a place. It is our thoughts about it that create our, our emotional or, or emotional experience of it, right? How we feel is based on our thoughts about that situation. And then we know that our feelings are like fuel for action, right? So how I'm feeling that will dictate what actions I engage in or what actions I don't engage in. And then those actions create my results in life. So I was like, well, okay, well, that that puts decision making in a whole different light for me, because it's no longer about getting the circumstance right. You know, choosing between this partner or that partner, stay in the relationship, don't stay, take this job, take that job, stay in this job, leave this job. Which school does my kid go to? You know, it takes the pressure off of getting the circumstance right when I know that regardless of what circumstance I choose or which decision I make, I still have the power to choose how I think about it. Right. And so recently I saw uh, a meme. It was a math meme. And I love math because I also I feel like math has like certainty. Right. There's like a formula and you plug variables into the formula and then you get an answer. And that just feels beautiful and safe to me. So there was this great meme and it said six plus three equals nine. But so does five plus four. I was like, hold on, like they're using math against me, <laughs> like they're changing the certainty of math. But if six plus three equals nine, and so does five plus four, then it's this idea that there are multiple paths to get to what we're trying to accomplish. So if I choose six plus three, that'll get me to nine. But if I choose seven plus two, that will also get me to nine, right? So the, the decision that we make or the path that we choose doesn't mean we're not going to get to the outcome that we want to get to. So that really kind of takes the pressure off. We can relax and and remember that there doesn't have to be one right way. I think that takes a little bit of the pressure off. There are many different ways. And when we can give ourselves some sort of calm space around that, then it gives us the freedom to take action and choose right? Because the more decisions that we're making, one, that gives us more data. It gives us more information. If I make decisions all the time, one, I'm increasing my confidence. So that's important because we're exercising the muscle of decision making. But the more decisions that we make, 
the more information we get. Like, oh, if I do this, this is what I get from this. Or if I do this, then I get this from this. So I'm always learning. And I'm learning that if this doesn't pan out the way that I wanted, that was just an experiment. I got to learn from it. If I choose this path, this is what I get from that. Did it get me where I wanted to go? Not exactly. Now I can choose this path and I can try another. And it gets us out of that sort of analysis paralysis, this belief that there's one right answer. And if I look hard enough, I will find it. But if we take a curious, explorational, adventurous approach, we're like, hold on, let's try eight plus one equals nine, right? And we just get to experience a much fuller life and more exciting life, a well-rounded life, because you're trying different things on from different angles and different perspectives and learning a lot in the process. And another thing that I think that helps with the um, decision-making process as we're sort of leaning into the idea that I might be a good decision-maker is to really kind of play with that question. Like when something's coming up and you're like, I just don't know. I don't know what to do in this situation. You know, you have to make a decision at work or, you know, your team is being... um, transformed or you're having to rework processes at work and you're like, I just don't know what to do. I don't know how to move forward in this situation. If you pause and you ask yourself, what if I did know the answer, right? Think of the smartest, most confident, most self-assured, the winner of all things discernment, whoever that human is, what decision would he or she make, right? If I was somebody who made this good decisions all the time, right? Like if I thought that's what I was, what would that look like? What would I be doing? How would I have to feel to be making good decision after good decision after good decision? And if I was somebody who knew the answers all the time and I felt confident in making decisions, what would I be thinking? Would I be thinking like, no matter what, I know that I'm going to be able to get the outcome that I want. No matter what, I know that I'm going to learn from this and that will still help me get to the outcome that I want right? Like what kinds of thoughts would somebody think who feels confident in their decision-making and try it on? It's like, I'm not an actor or an actress. I've never been in that sort of theater world, but they, you know, when somebody is taking on a new character, they try it on. You know, if I was playing the part of a nurse in war times, what would I be thinking? How would I talk? How would I act? How would I carry myself? And we can bring that same kind of approach to decision-making. If you are somebody who tends to struggle with decision-making and you get crippled in indecision and you get crippled with the fear that whatever decision you make is going to have massive consequences or overwhelming impacts on your life, then one option to move towards the goal of being a confident decision-maker is try it on. Just try it on. What would it be like if I did know the answer? What would that look like? You know, and it, and it gives us the opportunity to overcome some of that perfectionism thinking that limits um, our willingness to take chances and our willingness to explore all the options, not just in our minds, again, not that, per, you know, analyze, paralyze sort of mentality, but to experientially explore all the alternatives. 
that again just creates a much more filling life, a more creative life, a more expansive life, and one which you're just racking up the experiences. They again give you one, the confidence to make choices and to make decisions, and also just gives you experiences that are gonna create a more fulfilling life down the road. And another thing that I that I heard recently when it comes to decision making is this concept of decision debt. I had not heard of this term before, but it was really fascinating to think about um, the idea that when when we don't make a decision, that in and of itself is a decision. And then when we think about the amount of time that gets invested while we're in that place of indecision. If we have a decision to make, you know, actually making the decision, that's in an instant. It takes an instant for me to say yes or no to whatever it is. Yes or no, that takes an instant. But sometimes we will say, okay, I need to take a week, two weeks, a month, however long to to decide. But really that's just a whole lot of time of just indecision. And the way that this decision debt was described was that while we're in that space of indecision, again, think about the hours that you invest in it and you get no return on that investment because nothing was decided. So if you take the inverse of that, think about if you had taken that month and said, okay, I'm trying to decide on whatever, a new website for your business or whatever it might be. And you took a month and made no decisions. That's a month that you don't have a website out there. You have no content out there. You have nobody seeing what you have to offer. And it's a month that you're spending a lot of mental energy, but you're getting no return on investment. Alternatively, if you had spent that month and you had actually said, okay, here's the content, it's on here, this is what I want, I'm gonna go with this, and if it doesn't work out, continuous quality improvement, I can adjust it down the road. During that month, you might have learned like, oh, actually, I needed this placement, I needed that you know, logo to be over here, or works better here, or oh, this seemed to be um, a great place for my call to action, I got a lot of information and feedback from that. Like, think of the return of, on investment, Right, you're actually getting data, you're actually getting input that helps you evolve your product or your website in the future. So I really liked that concept of decision debt. Is it worth the time that you're gonna put into it? Are you gonna get out of that anything that helps push you further down the line towards your goal? Maybe, maybe not. Well, that is it for today, my friends, that is the concept of decision making and just introducing you to the idea that maybe you can think about it differently. Maybe I'm not indecisive. Maybe I'm not somebody who voids decision. What if I was somebody who did know the answers? What if I was someone who was confident in making choices and I was confident that whatever I decide, I am also capable of deciding to love it even that doesn't mean that I have to stay with the decision I chose. It can just mean that I, I loved the decision that I made because it helped me see something new or it helped me learn something new or it helped me get to another place where if I'm 10 feet farther down the road, I have more information and more knowledge and more variables and more data and more input to help me make a different decision at this point. So I can decide and then I can decide to love it. So try that on this week. Practice making decisions, practice failing forward. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.